Okay, I have a really good episode for you today about willpower because we all depend on it, but does it work for us or does it work against us? But until I dive in there, um, at the end, I talk about a group that I'm that I am hosting, that I'm um, doing starting early November. I have only a few spots left, and I wanted to come on here and let you know that in, if you've been asking your, yourself, who am I now? How do I embrace this transition? How do I love the life that I have now, even though it doesn't look like I dreamed of? How do you adore the life that you are living right where you are in the mess, in the hardship, in the, well, in the fire, but still see the blessings in it. And it's not just the change your mindset and change the way you, you see things. There's more to it than that. If, if that's something you struggle with and you really are ready to just get out of that pit, to get out of that stuckness and to, to dive into who God created you to be, Get on a phone call with me and let's see if this group is for you. Let's see if this group works. Well, not works. We know it works. Let's see if it is a good fit for you. And if you're ready to grow and stop allowing those stories in your head, stop you from becoming who you are meant to be. So with that, let's dive in. Hi, friend. I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy and I'm the host. And this is episode 101. Um, And one of the things I wanted to talk about is willpower. Now, I had, I, I had the, I made the decision. I talked about the last episode about the commitment to myself that I was going to do 100 episodes before I quit before I threw in the towel, before I shifted and adjusted and decided if it was working. And a lot of people are like, oh, 100 episodes. That's so, you know, you, it's a huge commitment. And it was, I did not want to give myself an out. I did not want to give myself a, an easy way to relinquish this opportunity. So today I want to talk about willpower. Is it your friend or is it a foe? because it's actually both. It's a friend and a foe. And what happens is we want something so bad and we dive in and we, we go all in for about two weeks. It has been scientifically documented that willpower lasts about two weeks. And at that point, we, we lose that 
motivation. We lose the willpower. We lose that like things happen and we start to slip. We start to get in that high about a weekend. We're like, yeah, we're, we're making progress. We're doing this. Then we start to wane off at that two week mark and it's consistent. So willpower is your friend because it gets you to that two week mark. It gets you that high. It gets you that dopamine hits. It gets you that, you know, checking it off and you're seeing the progress. But if you don't have systems in place, if you don't have the dedication and the commitment and the, um, the desire, you won't get past the two weeks. You won't, you'll stop there. And the reason why it's your foe is because your brain is going to look for reasons why you were right. Like it should not have happened in the first place. You're not consistent. You can't do this. You are, you know, like I, I knew, I knew in my heart that I didn't really want it or that I wasn't capable of it because that willpower is gone. What you were depending on and the new habit isn't formed. Now they, the idea that habits are formed in 21 days, it's a lie. Um, let's face it. If you have willpower for an extra week, you push through and you fight it and you do one more week of it. It's still not ingrained into your identity, into your belief system about yourself. What is it that you want? Because there's so many things that we know that we, we want, whether it is a financial goal, whether it is a personal goal, a business goal, a health goal, a, any goal, it doesn't matter what it is. When we have a goal and we we don't sit and we don't understand the why behind it, we just know, you know what, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to, I want to, and you go all in. I'm talking, change your diet, start exercising. You start to see a little bit of momentum. But as soon as that first challenge comes, which it comes at about the two week mark, you fall, you slip, you have that brownie and then you beat yourself up. And willpower is a foe because it makes you believe that you should be able to do it by now. If I can do it for two weeks, I should be able to do it for life. There's a lot of reasons why that two weeks is that willpower is a, as a friend, because it gives you that, that motivation, that courage, that, that bravery, the, the, the power to go. But we can't depend on that. We can't lean on that for forever. We can't depend that that willpower will get us through that 10 pounds. So what do we do? Where, where do we go from there? If you're like, great, Tammy, all right throw in the towel. Why even start the two weeks if I know I'm not going to finish? If I know that I, I want it and I need it, my body needs it. But I know that that's my, that's my MO. That's my um, systems. I, I do it for as long as I can. And then I always give up. I always, or I'm never able to complete something. I fell into that for a really long time that I believe that I, I could push and I could want it and I can do things for a, a short amount of time. And then the two weeks would come and I would fight and life got in the way, legitimate things, whether it was kids, bills, 
um, just sports, you know, it's hard to keep a consistent diet when you're running from the hours of five to nine at night. Like it's just difficult. And if you work a full-time job, you're like, okay, so it's near impossible. Nothing's really impossible. And you can have what you want, but you can't make willpower the way to get it. It will, it will let you down. It will deter you. It will be used in a way that actually hurts you in the long run if you don't use it properly. So let's talk, how do you use the, use it properly? What do I do then? What do I, you know, like you're saying all these, like, don't trust willpower. It's, there's many times that sheer willpower has gotten me through that hump. But you have to have something that re-energizes the willpower, that re-energizes, that gives you that motivation, that, that gets you over that two-week mark so you can get into the next two-week mark and then the next two-week mark until it does become part of your belief system. And habits, really, it's 67 days is the average. 67 days, not 21. At the 21 mark, it's when, if you look at brain scans, it's it's like where your brain doesn't really believe that it, you're capable, but it's also starting to break that, well, maybe I could, or that, that it's breaking the belief that you aren't capable. So it's kind of a neutral zone, which is a very dangerous way to be because your brain wants to believe something. Either we can do it or we can't. And at that 20 day, 21 day mark ish, and this is all, you know, for some people, it's a little bit more, some people it's a little less. It also depends on how active you are in the goal. But what, but back to willpower, what do you need to do? What can you use in partnership with the willpower? And that's part of it is planning. Part of it is understand your why. What will it look like if you lose 10 pounds? Really sit in that for a moment before you even start the willpower and write it out that if I lose the 10 pounds, I will feel healthier. Then think back, when was the time that I was 10 pounds lighter? What was I doing? What was my life then? How did I feel? How did my skin look? How did my hair look? How did my clothes fit on me? pull in the five senses and really build a picture of why. And not just because of my health. No, your brain wants to see a full picture. Your brain wants to feel it because it needs to, it needs to see it before believing it. This is why faith is so important because our brains were actually created to, I mean, we see pictures, we develop, we think in pictures for the most part. And our brains, in order to believe something, believe we're capable and actually be part of our identity, we have to see what it could look like. What could it look like for me to be healthy, to lose 10 pounds, to embody someone who is 10 pounds lighter? So you go and you do that. You look and say, okay, what, what is, what it, what it becomes possible when I lose 10 pounds? Well, I'll be able to get into my clothes again. Why is that important? Well, it's important because one, I don't have to buy new clothes. Two, it's the clothes that I love and I feel good in. And I feel like the, it fits me. Or the other side of, because then I get to 
pick out clothes that fit me. I get to wear clothes that I feel confident in. And the idea here is you you really dive into what the outcome, what becomes possible with the outcome. Now, there's so many times that I've said it's a journey. It's not about the outcome. Yes, and. It's not truly about the outcome because we don't honestly know what becomes capable if we lose 10 pounds. We don't know in this because we become it's, but when we, we start to idealize, when we start to look and form that picture in our mind, and then we start to see all of the goodness, the rewards, the, the benefits from it. And we start to and write them down, always write them down, write down and, and really and think about something that you want right now. Um, I'll continue this 10, 10 pound thing because in the last couple of months I've gained 10 pounds and I really like to lose it. And so in order to do this, and I know that if I just tell myself to change, okay, change your mindset, which I'll get on that in a moment. Um, just say it, manifest it. I'll get on that in a moment. Have the affirmations. I'll get on that in a moment. But what will it look like? Well, for me, if after I've lost the 10 pounds, my clothes will fit better. My skin is healthier looking. I feel like my makeup looks better when I'm um, like, I don't need to put as much makeup on. My skin is clearer. So I can actually go out without makeup. Um, my nails are stronger when I am eating properly. So my nails, I'll be able to paint my nails and I won't have to worry about them breaking as much. Um, I will, because I will have that confidence and feel better about myself, I'm going to be um, able to go out and do more things. I will spend more time being active with the kids because instead of the times that I spend feeling down on myself, really like what will i but what will i do when i see like i will enjoy eating because one is when i'm cooking healthier i actually enjoy the whole process of cooking more so i focus on that i write that down that i will get to be able to get fresh vegetables and and make some meals with those i will be so i have all these like wish lists basically of all the things that i cannot wait to experience then you get to turn that into, because your brain, again, wants to believe it. So you turn that wish list into a done list. Instead of, I, I want to feel healthier. I want my skin to be clearer. My skin is clearer. I feel more confident. I And what does that mean to you? What does that mean is that I can step into a situation and I don't have to be self-conscious about how I look. I can step into a situation um, because my clothes fit better. I don't feel like I am, it, well, not to make it all about appearance because it's really not. I mean, you know, you're tracking with me, right? Because you know that appearance does play a part in your confidence, but it's more as how you feel on the inside. I feel that I am healthier. Therefore, I choose healthier things. So you write that in a, from a wish list to a done list and you write it out. 
So that way, while you are employing this willpower technique, which let's face it, there's so many times willpower is the only thing that you need. Like you just need to commit and go for it and use that two weeks of willpower in your favor. But you do that in conjunction with this. Because now when you are writing all of this out, your brain is starting to see a picture and starting to believe because they, you see it, then you say it, and then you sew it. You see what it could look like, what it does look like. Then you say it out loud to yourself every day. This is why I'm doing it because I, I feel healthier. I feel more confident. I feel better in my clothes. I My blood work is better. Like have those tangible things as well. Those things that are not just... I feel it's the, the, the blood work, the, um, my, the, my body fat percentage goes down. Like there's tangible things as well that you can focus on, write all those down because then you see it and then you say it and you say it every day. You, you look through your notes and you say it out loud and you add as you want, but embody that start to embody that because that willpower will get you through those first two weeks. This is what's going to carry you on as you say you feel better, as you say you do, your body will start, your brain will start to believe it and it will look for evidence throughout the day to back it up. It'll look for evidence that, oh, you really do feel better even a couple of days in because our body, our brain wants to have, wants to find evidence to prove us right. So if you are saying, oh, after those two weeks, how am I going to get this done? Or after like, I'm just going to keep pushing through. Um, I will, I'll just do my best. Your brain will be like, oh yeah, see, this is the why. Like, oh, you know, if you deep down, no, I'm not, I, I don't know how I'm going to keep this up. I don't know. And your brain's like, mm-hmm, I got you. We're not going to keep this up and we'll look for ways. And it's crazy how things we put on your schedule, put on your um things will happen where it, it immediately derails you instead of finding a workaround. But when you have that wish list to a done list, to a, this is what is, is accomplished. At that point, willpower partners with it. And then as you're going and as you're checking those, you're like, yeah, I do feel better. Oh, the scale has shown my improvement. I'm eating healthier. My skin is lighter and, and clear, clearer. Your brain's like, oh yes, I see this is working. You get to that part where the willpower kind of wanes, but now you have a, a list of successes. You have a list of things that you're like, yeah, this is working. So that willpower, actually you can re-up. It also will have it take over that that brain will be like, oh, this is working. I like this. We are rewarding ourselves for, for this great work. I want to keep those rewards going. So that's why willpower is a friend or a foe. Because if you completely depend on willpower and willpower alone, you'll get about two weeks out of it. And then it's, it actually will, you'll be in a worse spot because then you just prove to yourself that you, you're right. You couldn't do it. And you have more evidence that, well, now I can't really do anything. What's the point of trying to change and trying to grow and trying to become this person who you know you're capable of being? You know it's who God created you to be, but it's a little difficult because, well, anytime we grow, anytime we step into that fire to be refined, 
it burns. But the thing is, is we have to stay with that burn. We have to stay in that um, stretching and the, the, that resistance because there's goals in there. So when we have that list of things that we want, the things that we, we can see, and we use that in conjunction with the willpower, that's the secret sauce. That's what will help you go from willpower to actually doing what you want to do and making that journey. And that will, that will, even at the end of the two weeks, if you don't lose the two, the 10 pounds, which is 10 pounds in two weeks is ridiculous. I get that. But if you, what if you didn't lose four pounds in two weeks and that willpower shows like, oh, well, it's not working. However, you're missing out all of those other non-number rewards, the, the skin, the clear, the clearer, the fact that your body is changing, your clothes fit are a little bit better because sometimes, I mean, well, not sometimes, always muscle weighs more than fat. Sometimes that as we're shifting that our weight may not change, but our body is our weight may not change, but how we see ourselves does because we, we feel stronger. We feel more confident. We are, we're looking at that. So for you, what could it be? What are you depending on willpower? And then every time you get to that two week mark, you have to start over or you, you don't have what the next step, you don't have that, that brain, you haven't had the buy-in to keep going with it. What do you want at the end? What do you want it to look like? What is What becomes possible when you do that? What it becomes possible if you decide that, yeah, I want to, I want to go to Bible study. I know that I, that going, attending a Bible study is, or joining a, a small group or um, joining a gym, meeting a friend, meeting a friend for coffee, um, getting a job, breaking out of that old thought pattern that you can't get get a job, but you know deep down that's what you want or quitting your job. I'm not telling you at this point what it could be because you already know. You already know deep down that's something that you want, but you feel like you're not capable. But friend, you are. You are. We've just depended on willpower for too long that it speaks to us negatively, that the enemy doesn't even need to step in at this point because he knows, oh, you're going to just depend on willpower for this. I don't need to worry about you for a couple of weeks. I don't need to worry about your you getting momentum because once the willpower is gone, so is your desire. So is your action. And so we've got to set things up at the beginning to get past that, to partner with the willpower. So that way, when the willpower wanes, the next step has already been implemented. It's already going. It's already in your brain. It's already in your patterns. And you can, and it's easy things like this deciding it takes, take 30 minutes to write down what becomes possible. Then take 10 minutes to write it. Like it's already done. Like you take that wish list of what could become possible. Take 10 minutes to write it. Like it's already been done. And then 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day, most likely just read through it, read through it, and then do the action, read through it, and then go to the gym. Read through it, then sign up for the Bible study. Read through it, and then job search and put in, get an application. 
read through it and then do your do what you need to do whatever it could be friend this is where it it changes from simple willpower to actually working with your desires with your brain with your the way that god created you to do and and using the power the powerful powerful willpower but not depending on that to get us through now i said i would mention the um, mindset, and I will briefly touch on that. And then my next episode, I'm actually going to talk about mindset affirmations and manifestation and why those are not actually helping. Because mindset, I know it's a big buzzword and which is crazy because I talk about it as well, um, that mindset is so important. However, the way that most people teach mindset is just think a different way. Honestly, if I've been told that one more time, um, and if that is what someone tells me one more time, um, I'm like, if I could, I would have already. Don't you think that I want to think a different way? There's no other way possible. And there is. The thing is, though, is it's getting to those stories that is running on the subconscious, those true beliefs that are actually blocking that mindset shift that you need because mindset alone, like that forcing yourself to think differently. Um, I, if it works for you, great. I haven't met anyone who can get past that willpower mark of just think differently. Okay. For two weeks, I'm going to think this. And then you go right back to the old patterns. And it's because we have to get to the bottom of what is really going on in our subconscious what story do we believe that is no longer serving us and that goes into the manifestation and the affirmations as well and why those don't work for you is because they don't speak directly to the story that's keeping you stuck that's keeping you safe that has helped helped you in the past but no longer is necessary and it's actually keeping you and it's hurting you now from getting to where you want to go so next episode, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about those understanding why mindset and manifestation and affirmations, they have really good intention, but poor execution and how they're actually like the way that most people teach it is actually what's helping keeping you stuck because that willpower is what they're depending on. And like I just said, is that we cannot depend on willpower past two weeks. We actually have to have other things in place in order to carry us through when the willpower runs out, because it is absolutely will run out. So with that, I want to encourage you to sit down and ask yourself this, what are you depending on willpower? And then go to, go to the, the ending of what becomes possible if I do this, when I do this. What becomes possible? What does it look like? What do I feel like? Use the five senses. Those are a really good way to help like get that going is what do I feel, taste, hear, touch, you know, all see. Um, but that's a good way to get into that moment. And so you can really just jump off from there. And like you feel, how do you feel in your clothes? How do you look in the mirror? How do you, you know, um, all of those things and taste and feel all those things. Go for it. Dive in. Um, it's just you and a piece of paper. So you're 
you're not going to like, you're safe in that moment. Tell yourself, give yourself that vulnerability and that honesty with yourself and then partner that with the willpower. All right. I have some opportunities coming up for you. One is I have a group that's starting on November 10th and I only have a few spots left. It is getting to the essence of you. It is getting into the, um, going through and looking at who, well, it's answering the question of who am I and what do I want now? How do I embrace the seasons of life, these transitions, these, these shifts that are natural, but sometimes we forget that we, we are actually, we get to, and we are redefining ourselves through every milestone. How I parent now is not the same way I parented when they were toddlers. And in that, I have to ask myself of who am I and who, what do I want? And so we're going to go through and we're, it's, it's going to be, like I said, small group, but we're going to look at what are our fears? What are those stories? We're going to discover what those are and how to, how to overcome them, how to rewrite them. We're going to look at how to get to the essence of us so we can serve our people well. So we can step into who God's created us to be. And in order to do that, like, and it's not a selfish thing. It's a, how do I use the strengths that God's given me? How do I identify the strengths? Because right now, all I feel is like the weaknesses. All I see is what goes wrong. When in actuality, when we focus on what's going right, when we remove the things, um, remove those stories, remove the things that are not serving us. It highlights the things that are going well. And it, gives you like a gives you a roadmap to where you need to go so that's what we're doing is that only a few spots left in order to get into the group it is through a call so get on my calendar and let's talk let's talk about what's possible see if it's a good fit for you if it's something that's that you're interested in because why wait any longer to say yes to yourself why wait any longer to sit in this feeling of, I don't know, or keep using willpower as our main source of motivation? How much longer are you willing to put yourself through that to get what you want? What if it's easy? What if there's a clearer path? What if it's a, a way that feels aligned versus something that you have to force? What if? So get on my, get on my calendar, get on a call, send me a DM. If you are looking to get, you want to call in the calendars, you don't find a time. Like I want you to get in here and I want you to see what becomes possible when you just release those expectations, when you discover your strengths and when you look at how all the pieces of your life fit together to make you successful in this moment. And it, that's, you don't have to depend on willpower alone. You don't have to come up with this fake motivation and push yourself um, to get something done. That you can actually step lightly into it because God's yoke is, is easy. It's light. We just don't have to do it by ourselves. We just don't have to do it alone. And asking for a little bit of guidance and having some support is what got me to where I am today. It got me to be able to say yes to myself, which in turn means that I can say yes to you, that I can step out of the, the what do people think 
or who am I now and realize, no, this is who God created me to be. And this is where I can serve my people. And if you're ready for that, get on a call. With that, friend, choose joy until joy chooses you. Bye for now.